Hey guys, welcome to the Holy Hour Podcast, the bi-weekly all-cure podcast. I'm Gavin, and thanks so much for joining us. Have a wonderful show ahead for you guys. We welcome back our old friend Scott Kruger from the Sarlacc Digest, and uh, just always enjoy having this guy on the show. He's a pleasure to talk to and just all-around cool person, so I'm really excited. We kind of zoomed back out for this episode, and we've been doing a lot of very specifics, so we figured it'd be a good general topic of bootleg. So uh, it's time to reminisce and go back through your old tape and CDR collections and uh, talk care bootlegs, bootlegs in general. Uh, just overall fun conversation that I think you're going to enjoy. Before we dive in, of course, check out Scott and the Sarlacc Digest on Mondays, his all Star Wars podcast. And um, you can catch them live Mondays at 8 p.m. Pacific time. So it's about 11 here on the East Coast. You can do the rest of the math in the middle there, but it's a wonderful show. They do it live on Mondays on YouTube, and uh, you can, if you missed the live show, catch the regular podcast version or uh, back catalog of episodes on YouTube. And of course, with our other Patreon crew, we would like to give a quick shout out to, before we get started, Lisa is up in Calgary, and uh, she always likes us to know about Dickens, a bar up there that's been doing live streams since the pandemic on Tuesdays and Wednesday nights and Fridays as well and that's at 8 p.m. on Tuesdays and Wednesdays uh, Mountain Standard Time and uh, 9 p.m. on Fridays on Mountain Standard Time and you can watch those and listen on Twitch at Dickens YYC so check that out you're bound to enjoy it 8 and 9 Mountain Standard Time Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And of course, you're going to want to check out curathreads.com or Buddy Kate's website. Um, at the time that this episode airs, maybe give it one more day, but uh, she should be back in action as of July 17th uh, with a new store and um, some new items, I believe, are coming up soon in design. So keep your eyes peeled. Be very exciting to see uh, what new cure-related products she'll have for sale over there. Always cool original designs and artwork that she's created, um, as well as children's books that she's illustrated are for sale over there. Her latest, The Secret Life of the Sloth, has been getting many reads in my house and um, never gets old. So getting a lot of miles out of that book. I recommend you check it out, too, if you have a little one or just a big fan of sloths. So uh, go on over to curethreads.com and see what's up over there. And on top of that, our regular Patreon crew always got to give a big thank you and shout out to them. We got Donna and Craig and Jeff Hilton and Matt and Jeff and uh, Suzanne and we got John and we welcome Ben and uh, we welcome you guys. If you're curious out there, if uh, check out patreon.com slash the holy hour podcast. See if you want to be a part of the show. Um, Always throwing up bonus content over there, too. I hope to have a new one out for these guys soon, as well as something I'm looking into. I don't want to disclose yet because it's uh, not officially in the works yet, but uh, trying to get another little thank you out. So keep your eyes on your mailbox to all the Patreon crew out there. I'm trying to find another little something. If there's some like leftover extras, I'll, I'll try to tempt you other guys with that. So check it out if you're interested, but otherwise, no worries. And thank you so much to the Patreon patrons. And also, this is the week that Robert's supposed to make his big announcement, if I've done my math correctly, but who knows. As of now, we haven't heard anything, but let's keep those fingers crossed. If something has got announced since recording this, um, we will address it as soon as possible. 
cool. And uh, let's keep having faith that it is some kind of tour or album announcement. Hopefully, uh, we'll have something to celebrate pretty soon. So uh, we'll keep our ears peeled for that. But let's get on with the show. Like I said, very excited to talk to our buddy Scott. And I think you're really going to enjoy this one. So now I I give you myself, Donald, and Scott Kruger of the Sarlacc Digest a little talking about bootlegs. Say hey, hello, and welcome to the Holy Hour Podcast, the bi-weekly all-cure podcast. We have a wonderful show for you guys, and possibly a video version of this might pop up on YouTube as well. But um, before we blow your minds <laughs> with the idea of <laughs> both mediums, uh, definitely would like to welcome um, our old friend. We got Donald here uh, back. How's it going, Ooh. Donald? Oh, old, old buddy since sixth grade, Donald Tony, still in the house there. In the, in the, in the shadows. In the shadows. Not even in the flesh. Yes, in the yes. fucking shadows. <laughs> As always, <laughs> lurking in the shadows. Um, fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> since 1976, right? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but our very special guest, we're welcome back to the show, Scott. How's it going, man? Scott. What is up, nerds? How's it going, guys? Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's good to have you back on. Um, anyone that's been following this show should recognize Scott and uh, loyal patron to the Patreon, longtime contributor of wonderful, great segments throughout the years. It just it seems like it's uh, been growing for a while now. So thank you for all the support of the actual show here and uh, being on tonight in particular. So uh, I promise I won't just ask you Star Wars questions all night too, like <laughs> last time. So <laughs> I, I love to support art, and I consider this a form of art. You know, it's like it's it. all a different kind of medium. Yeah, you know, so. exactly. It's uh, you are you are also other than my own the only podcast I am a patron of. Yeah, so, awesome. There you go. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> You're the only one that I uh, I wish That's I could, could be a patron of more. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you guys have a wonderful show over there. Uh, if you haven't Thank pieced you. it together yet of the Sarlacc Digest, uh, Star Wars needs are all fulfilled over there. <laughs> so, so thanks for sharing and uh, making that void complete for my life and hopefully many other people out there. Absolutely. Uh, our buddy Chaz wishes he could be here tonight. He said he... Uh, was behind in t-shirts and laundry um one of those might be true both of them not sure but he sends his regards and really wanted to talk to you so well, one's not mutually exclusive to the other I yeah mean, laundry and t-shirts true. You know? i just like yeah if you run out of uh, clean clothes it seems like that wouldn't be a problem in his house you would just have like right? plenty <laughs> extra t-shirts <laughs> let me just grab one yeah all the kids are just wearing like oversized care shirts you know he's like cinch it up with the belt you're good yeah <laughs> you got i gotta say though i do love chaz's shirt I, I've ordered so many. It was, it, you know, we're talking bootlegs tonight. Yeah, right? so that's the so, show tonight's uh, show. Know, Chaz is I, I, so bootleg. Maybe that's why he's not here. He was all like, maybe. "Oh shit, they're I, gonna catch on." I, I am the <laughs> king of bootleg. <laughs> I wore my own bootleg shirt today. Yeah, that's an awesome bootleg shirt. And uh, thank you. And the other one you made that you sent me one was great with uh, your art design with the album covers. We all love that one too. And uh, thank you very much. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I got one of Chaz's on too. The old lullaby shirt. 
but I was um, gonna grab one of his, but I decided to be, you know, yeah, you gotta, my own shit for a yeah, second. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna wear yours, but I didn't want to be a super super fan, you know, and just be like, hey, look, I'm wearing your t-shirt. <laughs> so, gotta draw the line, you know. So, um, but yeah, we're talking bootlegs tonight, and uh, we figured it'd be kind of a cool step back. You know, we've been way up into specifics, and a lot of times we like to vary it up here. We're you know instead of going on about like specific albums and songs and whatever, we can kind of step back not even just recorded yeah but like we're talking about t-shirts posters fucking art like just bootleg shit dvd yeah etsy right on man. Over, man is it that's everywhere for, for everything but the cure definitely mm. you know gets to the point where it's a little exhausting sometimes just going through like bootleg shirts and stuff and then you start really digging deep and you're like oh what's this uh you know yeah. personalized Robert Smith action figure, you know, they're out there, right? God there damn some... it, I want one of those. <laughs> if ever you. there was a human being that needed to be a Funko Pop, yeah, totally. Robert Smith, it's he's a... a living, breathing Funko Pop. They yeah. should make one. Yeah, it seems like... Maybe I need to get on that. There you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got connections, right? You can make that happen. <laughs> Bro, I need to stop by Hot Topics and check out the Robert Smith Funko yeah. Pop collection. <laughs> totally. That would actually make me go to Hot Topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's pause. Let's go to. <laughs> You're gonna trudge through COVID. Yeah. <laughs> go to a mall and look for a Kier Funko Pop. Totally. Damn straight. I'm vaccinated. Yeah, man. yeah you Damn can't straight. touch me now. <laughs> oh, no. The only thing I got vaccinated. So good. <laughs> right. And look That's at the Funko Pops. I need to get a Robert Smith and a Simon Gallup. Funko Pop, so they can bump booties while you yeah, know, playing just sit there and play with them. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds good. But, uh, uh, this makes you want to stop doing the podcast. Yeah, you just get good. You're just talking about gear Funko Pop. Yeah, I'm really like, I'm done. I'm out. Like, I'm out. The light gets dimmer and dimmer <laughs> on Donald. <laughs> we did it. We finally destroyed his soul. <laughs> <laughs> But um, well, let's start out on the music front since uh, we'll bring Donald back in before we totally lose it. But um, yeah, I was curious with everyone because um, you know I guess when we were messaging back and forth, Scott about like you had sent me a bootleg mm-hmm. of the it was the like the what is it TNC Secret Show one? It went yeah, back to the what they, what they call it, Blue Soft Rooms or something. Yeah, I've like seen that. it with like four different names. That's another great aspect of bootlegs is you can yeah. end up buying the same one like six times and or. <laughs> I'm just like, what is, oh crap, this is the same thing. But um, they come up with a different clever name, but basically it was the uh, show from Play Out, right? Where they were testing out the smaller gig one where they played Big Hand, a few of the other Wish songs before they, you know, before Wish came out. So it had like Cut Mm -hmm. Slash Away and um, Mm -hmm. uh, Letter to Elise, but that wasn't in the video, I guess. Yeah, they did the uh, MPV Unplugged. Yeah, so um, which is beautiful. Yeah, that one's great. Love the little baby so, piano that they yeah, use. Yeah, just love it. <laughs> Works great, but um, yeah. yeah, and I just kind of got the ball rolling on the idea of these bootlegs, right. and um, so I mean, I guess just a good general question off the top is where both you guys stand at this point, or previously in your life are you are you like a diehard bootleg enthusiast where you love to just scope them out and scrounge them up do you dabble in it or very rarely listen to them or collect them i like the, uh bootlegs i recorded lots of shit from like the radio and we lived around like a really good radio station uh when i was a kid mm-hmm. when gavin was a kid whfs yeah and they would play like 
full shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like they play shows. That's awesome. Yeah. It was like a weird like like, Sunday thing, I think. Like just kinda always remember mm -hmm. it being like a weird like That's damn late as shit. Yeah. Because it was late as fuck, and I was like, and I had to go to school Monday, but it's like, what's it gonna be? <laughs> I remember from that HFS thing, like you were talking about, cure related. I recorded one off of that that I had on tape for a long time. Even like wind tapes were kind of fading out, and done, and I was going full CD. But I always held onto that one tape it was a Kiss Me era one because it was nice. weird because it had like one more time and stuff. It was just rare enough or, you know, pre that internet era where you could scrounge around and find these. But like a few of those, you never really heard live by that point, you know, this was mm-hmm. probably like 90 maybe or something, you know? So it was like hearing those, you know, <clears throat> were pretty much like a gold mine, you know? So yeah. 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 So you're pretty pro bootleg then, huh, Donald? Um, I, <laughs> I've been uh, moving, moving house. And yeah. I have moved like twelve boxes of records that like I'll never listen to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're just like yeah. shit for like samples and like, and, or they're just like old and nice. Like I love bootleg shit. Like uh. my whole life is bootleg shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and I love it. Like totally. I love, I love seeing like the underbelly of people doing stuff yeah. you know like that's why i like that wish one was like they're warming up yeah and just in a band when they're getting loose like sounds so good i love the, hearing that. that one in particular they're getting loose not only that but it's like a rehearsal for um it's a rehearsal for one of their next performances and he's yelling at the audience could you just back up yeah just, just back up tell you what why don't we turn around and play to the other side of the room and you guys can just back up yeah. he's yelling at the audience yeah it was cool because the version you sent me of that one the quality yeah. was better but then i had like a crappier quality one where it had like longer like they had trimmed some of that even it was like longer really? periods it was one of those like oversold small show things where it was like this whole like back up people are getting crushed kind of thing yeah. you know that was just going on and you know, he'd be witty about it in between some songs and make jokes. And then other ones, he's just like, stop, we're going to have to leave. You know? <laughs> People yeah. are in pain, you know? And I was just like, yeah. oh, geez. But yeah, it's cool to hear that, I guess, <laughs> yeah. on some level. Where do you stand in like, gen- uh, What's that? I was say fans making things worse. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. As a Star Wars fan, I will absolutely <laughs> say I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> because that's that's the uh that's an aspect of like a bootleg yeah you know it's it's the person that's like seeking it out Mm -hmm. and i'm not like you know i've done that i do that all the time i like seeing bands like a little like you know behind the scenes or like off their feet or just like a little wild like just messing around or just like a really good raw show, like a good bootleg, like yeah. And it's weird from the care because it's like there's bands like Fish or whatever, you know, like 
where nope. it's like that's the whole reason like a ton of people like jam bands it's like the shows i i made the mistake of going to a dave matthews band concert once because i was bored yeah and you know you get you get to one of their three minute long songs and 15 minutes later they're still going on the same goddamn song it's like okay guys it's shuffle yeah it's uh i need a beer but then someone has like a whole ass like collection where they're trading yeah, other people for like thing. other shows of that show. Yeah, because it's different. Yeah, I mean, I guess with the yeah. jam bands, that is like the thing for why bootlegs are so big because it's like, yeah, while they're dicking around for twelve minutes, it's always going to be different. You know, <laughs> it's like great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh... and it's like I'm, you know, I'm not like a fish fan or anything, but like. <laughs> like good for them for having like a whole career and it's like <laughs> i like that aspect of like their fans like being so obsessive about like their bootlegs and stuff and it's like yeah like it's kind of nice like like fuck yeah like you guys are talking about being nerds like nerd around some shit yeah. like if you if you're a nerd <laughs> and you're into bootlegs like fish this what's up jackpot yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah um, um what do you think scott or is it something you've been collecting over there because i know you got a strong collector side of you, I, you? oh god right. um, why don't you like fish man yeah <laughs> it's like I um uh, for me i i did not grow up in an area like you guys i grew up out in the middle i think we went over this whenever i was on before yeah i, I live in the desert man we had country music and top 40 yeah. so <laughs> whenever i discovered um we have a there's a town called claremont it's about 80 miles from here there's a record store there called rhino records and a buddy of mine said we got to get you out of this desert so hopped in the back of his pickup truck and we went what they say down the hill and uh this record store i walk in and this is i want to say it's like 1990 and nice. there is Entreat and Concert, the, the cassette oh, tape with you know, the uh, Curiosities on the back yeah. side, on the B side. And on cassette. Um, <laughs> on cassette. Yeah, I still have it on cassette. And um, Dope. it was my introduction. The Cure, not only being the in, my introduction to how the music business really works with singles and albums and yeah. all that stuff. It was also my introduction to bootlegs and live albums and there was a case. There was a case at Rhino where you could go and look at the bootlegs that were in there that were like 200 bucks. And it was, you know, actual CDs, you know, CDs were kind of still fresh at that point in time. But it was like, here's a concert from 1985 of The Cure, but it's going to cost you 200 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I, are these know, the ones with like the them. printed up covers and stuff they were like the i guess a lot of them were like italian bootleg yeah. pressings and yeah. stuff like that yeah one, one in particular one of my other favorite bands uh, around that era was jane's addiction it was uh-huh. my first concert i ever went to was jane's addiction and uh, at rhino they had a 200 dollar bootleg set <laughs> and i just remember drooling over this thing and it it eventually became kettle whistle yeah. They released it. They were like, okay, you guys want this? Fine. And they released it themselves. Yeah. And I, yeah, it was kind of cool that way. Yeah, but, that's awesome. Man, but, and I know there's a lot of people out there that have a strong aversion to bootlegging. Like you're taking away from the band's yeah. finances whenever you do that. And I call bullshit because you know what? If the band was going to release it, people would buy it. Right. They're not going to release it ever. They're not going to make a dime off of these shows. 
why not? Yeah. Why not exactly. share it? Why not it's do like, whatever? If you're not willing for it to be out there, then don't play a show. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Like people are going to hear it. People who remember it, like let them remember it. Like it's not an album. It's a fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. You know I've what got I mean? like I have no problems with bootlegs. Yeah. yeah. I mean bootleg, bit... bootleg DVDs, bootleg CDs, bootleg T-shirts. What I've I've made T-shirts for bands that you can't get the T-shirts for less than three hundred dollars. You know. Right. I made yeah. Love and Rockets and Bauhaus shirts and all this stuff because I want to own that. I'm not selling it for other people. I want to own it. Yeah, you wouldn't exactly. believe the massive amount of crap I got for making these shirts for myself. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not selling them to you guys. I'm not giving them to you guys. It's for me. Right. Fuck you. It's mine. Exactly. And it's like, you're not going to like fucking like sell them at target. Yeah. You're not going to sell them at target. Like, you don't, you don't have a damn time machine. You can't go back to 1986 and buy this T-shirt. So goddamn straight, I'm gonna make it myself. Yeah, I'm a I'm an artist, man. That's what I do. Oh. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, it's like you know, there's two sides too, like the the gamble side of it. I mean, if it is, you know, and that's kind of on the buyer too, especially going back yeah. to like those. Um, like you're saying those CDs that were real big in the early nineties, we had it at blue dog. There was always that little stack by the counter. And you know, mm. that's when we got like a lot of our like Buffalo Tom or Lemonheads ones and stuff were all like these yeah. and you would buy them, but they were expensive as hell. Cause they're imports, yeah. but you were taking the gamble. Cause sometimes they sounded horrible. And sometimes mm-hmm. it was like the best thing ever. Cause it was like a great quality live show that had rare shit on it. And it was like this moment in time captured. So it's kind of like, yeah. all right, that's on the buyer too. If you want to, take that gamble and yeah sometimes he did get burned and sometimes he didn't you know but i mean that like you're saying that's not like a show they're gonna put out either like the band's gonna clean it up and you know if if there was some like bootleg version of like show going around or something yeah i could see them being like what the hell wait you know we're gonna put this out you know like if somehow they got it before the cure released it or something you know but but as as a fan of these bands that i like to to buy bootlegs for Mm -hmm. if or make t-shirts for or something if i were to still find a legit version of it yeah I buy it yeah, because that's a... the collector mentality in me. I want an official one too. Yeah. As, Not just as the I was saying I that made. out loud, I was like, a kind of a shitty version of show would be kind of cool too, just to hear right? like some crowd version or somebody even with like, yeah. and I think a lot of the like, not caring might have gotten washed out with like youtube and phones and stuff like everyone's just gotta snip it and a lot of times i guess like the more modern comparison was like the anniversary show they played or before they got the film all officially out there was like just footage people shot you know and it was just like this crappy hand you know phone footage and stuff and i watched that you know but it wasn't like that took away from the you could almost put that as a bonus feature on the thing or something okay you know know what i bought that set with curation and the uh the The uh, anniversary what was the other the yeah the other one uh any bootleg that's going to come out of that curation show the audio (laughs) is probably better than what we got officially yeah remember you because the, the audio yeah, the audio, man, it's just so blown out. The bass almost blew out my speakers yeah. in the car. Like, what the hell? You can definitely tell which one they put the money into the anniversary yeah. one more than <laughs> the other Fucking one. Fucking bootlegs, baby. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, you know, it was more bootleg. You know the territory you're getting into. <laughs> like someone has like a fucking like boombox. 
Well, here's a good co- general I mean? question. Like, Do you guys like, like this? The whole thing was bootlegs. Yeah. Like the quality. That's that's the like, key. Like, because like, once it gets like really good quality, it's like. Yeah, no, I'm just... like, this isn't a bootleg. Like, fuck out of here. Yeah, the um, the the quality factor. Like, my wife will always be like, turn that crap off. I just can't listen to like a crappy quality of anything, you know. And I'm like, no, yeah. but this is the show where they played Burn for the first mm-hmm. time. It's just like, Whoa. I don't care, you know. But yeah. I'm just like, but you know, it has like relevance. So that makes it where I can tough out the the shittier quality. But there's definitely some, you know, obviously, that are just like unlistenable. It has to put you in the place. Yeah, like like a good bootleg, like like I'm not gonna listen to some dog shit just because it's like a bootleg, and I'm like, ooh, yeah. But it's like, no, it has to be a good fucking show, like for like a bootleg. Oh yeah. What about the quality though? Can you, if you really wanted to hear this show, can you tough it out? Where do you guys stand? Yeah, then? absolutely. Yeah. Cause <laughs> it's like, no, I go, I can put myself there, and like, and it's like, I like the audio. Like, I like whack audio, anyways. Like, yeah. and like, I like when I hear it's like, if it's like, I can tell if it's like recording like a fucking little like real real tape recorder or fucking like. A little cassette player, a little mini fucking cassette or a fucking mini disc. Like, you can hear the quality. And, like, if it's a good show, it's a fucking good show. And, like, mm-hmm. that's the best thing about, like, discovering, like, getting into the internet and, like, yeah, like, just definitely. like, oh shit, like, Soul Seek, like, I can find anything. Like, yeah. like, this shit was the jam. Like, I downloaded so many fucking live shows like yeah, those felt good because then you didn't even have really the conflict of stealing from the artist you're kind of like well whatever mm-hmm. it's just a live show you know so that it's was just like, appreciating it. It. you know <laughs> just like it was like i downloaded like shitty ones and great ones and uh, like not even cure shit like yeah but some like old cure shit that's the only shit i fucked around with and i found some dope shit because i was like really obsessed with like faith and pornography and just like in that time period of the band was just like that's where I'm like that's where you guys are making stuff and I wanted to hear like that process you know them like sussing out live I've got some uh I've got some peel sessions that were like that Mm -hmm. weren't still peel sessions I've got um let me see like 79 80 81 and 85 I got peel sessions from that and you can you can see them working out songs. You can mm-hmm. you can right. hear the lyrics aren't quite there. Some of the melodies aren't quite there yet. Uh, the heel sessions are the fucking best, dude. Yeah, and you only really heard those early ones for a long time. You never really heard like the, uh, especially the head on the door ones. Like yeah. that, I, yeah, I didn't get those until yeah. Like I found like a record that had those. I think even like mm-hmm. in the download days, I never had that batch, you know. And yeah. those are rad because yeah, he doesn't even have like lyrics for most of them. They sound like the demos and stuff. He's just like talking nonsense. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so cool. Yeah, now. There was a, uh, I, I did pick up a bootleg because you know, there's Bestival, right? Mm-hmm. That live yeah. album, there's Bestival. 
I picked up a bootleg festival of like a 2016 show and it was God awful. Yeah. I don't know if he was just, if Robert was just not feeling it that night or something, but it, I, I can't, I can't even with that one. Man. Yeah. So I just like iPhones were good at the time. And it's like, you'd almost prefer like an iPhone version. <laughs> yeah. Just someone's like a really expensive iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of going back to the peel sessions thing. Like you said, it's funny to think of, and even what we were talking about earlier of like almost a f- barely official stuff that had been bootlegged for Cure fans for so long. Um, definitely the Pure Session stuff. But it's yeah. funny, it dawned on me. Um, I bought one off of somebody early on and I had copied to, of uh, Join the Dots, like all the B-sides forever. Nice. Because like Join the Dots didn't come out till like what, 2004-ish, six about maybe that, yeah. or something like that. So, I mean, that's yeah. pretty late. Like if you've, if you've been, you know, going with The Cure for that long, I mean, like to think that I didn't have Exploding Boy on a CD unless we bootlegged it, you know, I mean, we all probably converted it and figured out the nerd way to burn it on yes, as soon as a did. burner, oh, you know, yeah. but it was like just to think that there wasn't an official version of all those awesome B-sides till join yeah. the dots. That's like nuts. So it's like, yeah, bootleg it's that all day. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I didn't that... even want to get rid of my bootleg because I love, it was like one of my favorite Cure albums for so long till join the dots came out, you know? It's like, uh, yeah. 2004. And okay. is when that came out and I swear, I, I remember actually the day that album came out, I was listening to it, bought it at Best Buy. I got yeah, the Best Buy like, first yeah, thing in yeah. the morning and bought it. <laughs> popped it in my CD player in my car and I was driving down the road and, and um, I felt like I was 15 again. Yeah. That was, you know, just listen to those songs crystal clear. Yeah. That was man. The longest time was... my, uh, my standing on a beach double CD or double cassette, of mm-hmm. course uh, there was a, a crunch in the tape right in the middle of uh, exploding boy ah. <laughs> so for, for years. All I had heard was during the middle of exploding boy and to finally have a crystal clear yeah, copy of it uh, my, it was like reliving my that's childhood. how that stuff's nice yeah i bet it. man because that song's like that's literally like it's my the jam. song yeah. of theirs that's my favorite fucking song of theirs it's like, great yeah. You yeah. can't touch that. That whole like, batch, there's so many good ones. Cause yeah, I'm like, glad you got that crystal clear. Yeah, so it's, it, you need that upgrade it, for that something. Makes me really happy. <laughs> like, good for you, man. Yeah. You deserve that shit. Like, <laughs> for putting up with that garbled version for so yeah. many years, I deserve that crystal clear. And version. loving it. And I feel like it. it's going to be the yeah. sort of the same way when they finally put out like a at least a high quality DVD version of In Orange or something. You know, we've all been like watching some grainy shit from VHS for so long. You know, I mean, there's, there's ones on on the internet, yeah, but I still but, feel uh, like I'd be able to send you a little something that you might like. Oh uh, so, yeah, uh, you got a, a high quality one. Yeah, I've seen. I, I people... just might. Nice, yeah, because I've seen people. That might be the only thing that might like make me buy a DVD player. <laughs> you need a new DVD. Yeah, because that's like... that's a rough one to have. Like, you know, just a shitty strip from your VHS, you know, it's like, it works and I watch it like way more than I probably should still, you know, but at the same time, yeah, I've seen like on YouTube, sometimes people clean them up, but then they like get pulled off the YouTube, like anytime it's never consistently on there and stuff. There was a, there was a guy on Facebook a few years back who was kind of Looney Tunes, but uh, (laughs) one of the, one of the cooler things that he did was he would take uh, the video files and the audio files and clean them up. And he would, if, 
it was really convoluted, but if you asked him the right way, <laughs> he would email you copies of these things. Wow. So I had like the uh, crystal clear flack files from yeah. in orange, just the, the audio files. It <laughs> sounds like a flack. Get out of here. It's gone flat. Flack file. And a, uh, like we're, we're talking like almost a, almost a blu-ray quality of the of the show wow Shit. yeah jeez yeah. that'd be amazing why that hasn't come out officially if this guy can know. do it just just hire this guy and yeah it... just hire the guy or you know, <laughs> i'm sorry like... are you so beyond money that you don't need to yeah this maybe not I mean, <laughs> it blows my mind um here's a question have you guys ever made a bootleg have you been the one in the crowd with the tape recorder back in the day or snatched uh any kind of official bootleg of a show you've been to um no not not a full yeah not, not full but i have on a case like a my wife loves the band snow patrol mm -hmm. so we've gone to snow patrol <laughs> concerts and i've taken videos of them doing yeah. things just for her to enjoy uh, my other one of my other favorite bands is Depeche Mode, and there's always fun stuff that you can film at a at a Depeche Mode show. Yeah. So, so but not a full, boom. not a full blown concert. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, tempted. What's that? Tempted. I yeah, was tempted. Yeah, yeah but, totally. Uh, it's a. I never got like how many did get done unless somebody had like some inside connections of the soundboard or you know like I'd see occasionally people setting up like a little recorder in the back of a club and stuff you yeah. know and. Uh, <laughs> You know, those kind of stories. The closest I got ever was uh, um, uh, in high school when I was in a bad car accident. And then Evan Dando came and played the old 930 Club, a solo acoustic show. So, like, you know, like the, cool. the acoustic ones are good because you're not going to get blown out, you know? Yeah. So I, I brought a little tape recorder, but I was in a wheelchair still at the time. My brother and uh, took me and I put the the recorder <laughs> in the wheelchair. I was like, they're not going to fucking frisk <laughs> a crippled dude in the wheelchair, you know? So, dude, so. I, I really think with that wheelchair thing, we really could have taken it further. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like we play a song. Of like micing you up in your wheelchair yeah i could have like a whole four track <laughs> going and stuff, but, uh, yeah and i was so like scared to death that i was like leading back against the recorder through the whole thing so it sounds terrible but, but it was great because i had this tape and it turned out to be like a really rare show where you just played all these covers but i didn't know there were covers at the time so i ended up like discovering like six different bands at least from this recording you know and it was just like cool. a really cool thing to capture you know it was, i like, have this shit on Set. yeah i copied it for everyone <laughs> yeah I, I definitely it got its miles out of it for sure but uh yeah back in the back in the 90s we went to a, a concert and soul asylum was actually one of the bands playing yeah and i'm like all right this is gonna be cool soul asylum's pretty awesome uh -huh. and uh they come out on stage and they start playing van halen's jump <laughs> and i'm like nice okay this is different <laughs> and then he says this is the last night of the tour, so we decided we're not going to play any of our own songs. Uh. <laughs> and the entire, I didn't even know, they are playing Boston songs and, nice. and just random crap. And I'm like, this is not what I paid for. <laughs> yeah, totally. So yeah, it could definitely backfire when they're doing that, you know? It's, a, it's like, this is all covers night. But, it's uh, like, play Frustration Incorporated. But, yeah, that's right. But I mean, as far as a bootleg too, I mean, just tying back to that, it's funny how like now I've kind of stopped where I'm like binging them and finding them online and snacks and especially Cure ones. It kind of does 
depend on if something weird happened at that show. You know, you're never going to get them all. It's kind of this, the the defeatist collector in me where I'm just like, what's the <laughs> point? You know, I'm never going to get every Cure show, you know? So like, well, I still went down to Rhino Records about two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And um, that's where I, I picked up, I picked up a couple of Cure vinyl. Yeah. That's... And they still, to this day, at least the prices are now, you know, $20 yeah. instead of 200 That's good. But I'm yeah. still buying bootlegs from them. My, uh, my buddy Kevin, he loves Muse. I mean, he fucking loves Muse. Right. Loves <laughs> Muse. <laughs> and uh, I, found a, I found a bootleg for 10 bucks, And he's like, yes, buy me this thing. Awesome. And yeah, so there's, there's still a market for it. Yeah. And I'm more likely at this point when I'm digging through like care vinyl in a store too, I'm not going to buy the fifth version of the whatever pressing. I'm not deep enough in at this point, but like I will actually be like, Oh, what is this weird bootleg? Cause that is something that it's a little different, you know? And I've had some luck with those where, you know, luck usually if it has something a little more unique on it, that'll be the selling point for me. Cause it's hard with the cure. Cause it's like, you know, do I really need to hear another live version of just like heaven? As much as I love the song, it's, it's not going to change that much. It always sounded good. It's going to sound fucking good. And it, it's, yeah. been, it's in but a good you, set. You, yeah. But I'm this not is gonna... where you guys are fucking up. Like you're paying for shit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's steal cool shit to off the internet too. And pay like, for shit. You know, it's a, but you yeah. Know what I mean? It's like you get that online. Yeah. I like having the physical version. That shit. Yeah. But it's then, funny because I was actually I was I'd gone I don't to want the... to blow up the internet. They family heard about it. Like, I'm sorry, like <laughs> but you can download anything. Yeah. That's true. No fun. But yeah, you, so know what I mean? like, like you download so many live shows. It does make the, the bootleg side of things better because you can't just binge on those and stack up the collection. Or choose and say, now this one sounds like shit. No, I'm not gonna take yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Um I was I was at a Salvation Army of all places. Uh-huh. And they've got yes. their little used CD section, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm like, what the hell is that? And I look over and there's a Depeche Mode 1993 bootleg from San Francisco. Ah, and I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's like winning the lotto. Yeah, I'm, that's good. Here I am in Victorville, California. And here, yeah, it's like you live in California, man. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm on Route 66, man. And here's this Depeche Mode thing. This is awesome. Yeah, perfect. So it, it happens. Yeah. Well, with the bootlegs, it is like the last grasp of like rarities like that you know like Depeche and the cure and stuff mm-hmm. you're not gonna find an album you didn't know about at this point or even singles right. we've pretty much know all of them or have all of them at this point you know so it's kind of like if you're flipping through you still get a little bit of that old sensation of when you're a kid right. and you're just discovering the back catalog you're like what is this like, oh shit <laughs> yeah. like, like, almost to a this? dangerous degree where sometimes i'm like huh, i get all excited yeah. and i'm pulled out and i realize it is a bootleg i already have but it just has a different cover <laughs> and you know i'm just like ah but uh yeah it's it's pretty cool especially with vinyl yeah like, i always see that shit with vinyl it's like you're not an original guy or they combine two ones that I had on a CD back in the day and have just started putting them. More people are like bootleg in the old bootlegs. It's like a bootleg of a bootleg. They're putting it on vinyl now, but it was just your old CD. I mean, I guess along that uh, line, are there any uh, Cure standout ones that are your go-tos as official bootlegs or even just digital ones? Yeah, which which ones would you like Um, to shout out? (laughs) (laughs) Well, my, the uh, audio 
profile that I've got for in orange is okay. absolutely fantastic. It, yeah. it really is. It's, it sounds like it's fresh off the presses. Wow. Um, and then there's actually the two others that are really noteworthy. The disintegration show from Sydney. Mm-hmm. I've got that on audio file and a video file of it. Yeah. And it's, that's it's beautiful it's great i mean to hear delirious night and all that being yeah, played yeah that's the live is fantastic. and then uh glastonbury 1986 okay so it's a <laughs> show from 86 and it's all you know head on the door yeah. tour, man it's it's cool. great does it sound like vinyl or like Digital. No, it's, it's 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 on my, my on the digital my out there device. <laughs> it's on the my digital, digital device. Boy. Burn it to yeah. a CD and then copy that to a cassette and then you're good. To go. <laughs> and then it's like I'm reliving my youth. Yeah, it's all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah those sound like great ones. Man. I love those. Yeah, like the those certain eras of like the head on the door ones and stuff. It is weird when can you can kind of bounce it off of like an orange and stuff, but there are ones mm-hmm. that you don't. Like what Don was saying too, like if you can find faith ones, it's tough because those it's like a rough era of like quality. Those are the ones that do start getting. I'm like, man, this sounds so awesome, but it's like, you know, it's just like that would have been such a cool show, but like you never really can imagine what the pornography tour was really like. You know, you can kind of put yourself in there, but it's all like, man, that would be wild. You know, I would love. But I I I really think it's special to hear. Like that's why those are my favorites. Like even like shit like yeah just like pornography like a like uh them like prepping for a show it was all recorded just like them just like chunking around like getting set up yeah and just like and just like hearing them like smack the guitar and just like pow pow and then like throwing some effects and like and then just a random guy going check one check. yes <laughs> turns out it wasn't even the cure it was their roadie <laughs> So this is their best live show ever. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it is a live that, but it yeah. it did. You never know the mystery of it. What makes like, it that's my favorite bootleg okay. that I have is like them prepping, like playing pornography. Okay, and just like running through it, yeah. like like just precisely, like just chunk it through the songs like playing like a fucking minute of it and then just like dialing in like the effects because it's like what do you do when you play pornography like you dial in the fucking effects and the guitars the pedals and all the details and like damn that's my jam right there man like Do you remember yeah. that one? Uh, it was early on when we got, I don't even know how I copied it to a tape, and I think I got it to you, and I'm sure I got some digital version now and don't even realize it, but there was a one from, I want to say it was like Faith Era. It was super <clears throat> shitty quality, but like the funniest yes. part is like somewhere in the middle or so, you can hear people talking in the crowd, and the dude goes, He's like, wait, do they play their old shit? It's it's really good. Like, because <laughs> he's just talking about, yeah, yeah, you'll like it yes. when they play their old shit. I forget what the quote is or something. You can actually That's hear fantastic. this dude. It was like faith, you know. It's like, oh. yo, you got that like... shit for me. I got this shit from Soul Seek. Because uh, I was like, no, nah, this was pre Soul Seek. We had it on cassettes. I what? remember, like, yeah, no that's way. Where, yeah, totally. And it's like 
hilarious because really? yeah it's like right after they play like you know drowning man or something and it's just like <laughs> you could tell like the people are just like why aren't they playing fire in cairo man you know it's like, it's like where do they play, play their foxy old... lady yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like they're just already so burnt out on this boring new cure you know it's just like <laughs> so that's just a cool little snippet of how careers foxy. can go i think but <laughs> that's funny. Um, there are a couple of sites that you can actually go to. I think there's one. Uh, I'm trying to look at it right now. I think it's called Cure for All. Yeah, I took note yeah. of that too. A YouTube page, right? Where it's uh, like, no. Oh, because he has Cure a YouTube one too. I dotted down Cure for All audio, and he basically it's... has like every you know at least a handful from every year that they've been playing. Every year. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at just their 92 selection and there's like 114 shows. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, so. I was just like, you know, you just throw them on sometimes. Some of them are just like horrendous quality, but some sound like they could totally be a live album, you know? And it's Absolutely. just so like mind blowing that he, so whoever did document, I don't even know if it's a guy or who or what. <laughs> I was just assuming it's a very lonely person <laughs> uploading all these. <laughs> I just I know and can respect that kind of dedication and work, but at the same time, it's like, wow, man, you. Wow, you, I know, right? <laughs> you, it's like I would and, just be in so fear that somebody's gonna like flag it, like take the especially YouTube. You know, they're just gonna take the whole damn thing down after put yeah. up all this work. But uh, but yeah, yeah it's, but so this you, is a blog though, and a, you can download them. He's actually got it all uploaded. You go in there, click the show you want, wow. and it download it. And uh, I haven't got any viruses from it yet. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got a pretty good so antivirus catch, setup man. going on here. It's part but, of the bootleg um, life, I guess. That, and there's also a, a Facebook group called Lost Wishes. Yeah. And With Andreas. That, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, one's yeah. awesome. I've gotten a lot of good ones from there. A lot of good stuff from there he's caught in a lot of shit lately and had to like rearrange how he does it. i think you just have to message him to get the new code or something right well, kind of i think he's it. actually put it all on a blog now just like that other guy okay so cool yeah if you log onto the blog and if you log into the blog yeah you get the code and you can download what you need so awesome but yeah that one both those are amazing and there's an adam other voices stay cured that one was oh. pretty good too okay um, that one had a weird one I was pulling up because I've listened to just cool full shows on that one before, like randomly pick one while I'm cooking or something, you know. And uh, mm. but then there's a few like playlists too, where it's like every version of Charlotte sometimes from like '81 up. So it's like a playlist of like wow. Charlotte sometimes from '81, '82, like <laughs> so you can like hear the progression and different versions and different. So I'm just like, man, again, that's like. Wow. That's dedication. Yeah, right get on you, man. I was, <laughs> it's, it's like, I'm not I even sure I'm going to listen to all of them, but that's no. great that it exists. That, yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. yeah. So if if the, if the either of those blogs get taken down, this has been Chaz. Yeah. <laughs> totally Chaz the blame. Yeah, yeah, uh, Donald <laughs> moved his uh, shadowy image, I see. He's a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Farty has left the building. <laughs> I caught a cool actual vinyl one um, from a friend where it was just a bootleg of the unplugged, but they put it on 
a record. It's called, I think it's supposed to be Acoustic Days, but it's Acoustic Days. There's two C's, so I don't know. Spelling is hard, <laughs> what, man. Yeah, what's going on there exactly? Not the best name, but it's a horrible picture on the cover and everything, but it's just, it's the unplugged on vinyl. It's so like that's being a cool. cock it's, or so cock Yeah, I don't know if there's like a deeper joke in there what? or meaning or something, but, uh, um, and then it just has a few random remixes to fill out the, and like to the skies on there too. So it's just kind of cool to have have a few of those on vinyl and they sound good so what's that good yeah pretty good quality yeah i mean not amazing by any means but like you know it's hard to find any version of unplugged that doesn't sound a little crappy that's another one that yeah i ripped mine from youtube yeah so (laughs) gotta do what you gotta do yeah exactly it's it's one of the ones where you will put up with a little more pops and fizzles because it's so good you know but uh so yeah um shake new york shake was another one my brother bought me that one it was a 2008 show from madison square garden but it was kind of cool because it and you could tell it was like because they're all longer songs it's like one eighteenth of the actual length of the full show you know it's only like oh, wow. eight songs or something probably but um some of the 413 ones that were uh it had like baby ragdoll book was the original name for it's over and they're kind of rougher so it kind of sounded better like perfect boy and stuff i want to hear i want to hear a live version of underneath the stars i don't yeah, know if i've that's... ever heard a live version of underneath the stars yeah it's uh the the production quality on the official recording his voice is buried so far down i didn't realize i think i even sent that yeah into you whenever you guys were reviewing 413 dream i didn't realize the lyrics were that good because yeah I they're really good but they're yeah. so buried in there i kind of liked it because it's more like plain song a little nod back to you know the mumbly side but it does go a little too far it's like man they're so good you should bump those up a little especially because yeah, the whole rest of the album is like over the top like vocals yeah. right in the front you know so it's like you can still understand plain song though yeah, i mean underneath yeah. the stars i'm like Oh, what? underneath the star. Okay, I heard that. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's one I would. Jesus. I would love to get a bootleg of Wild Mood Swings because I I saw that tour twice. Yeah, and those songs were so good live. Yeah, some of those do. But so overproduced on the album. Yeah. Yeah, there's that angle with a lot of stuff. I mean, anything live or some of them do. Like kind of what I was saying with those 413 ones, not that I'm even too anti. I know a lot of people are anti the production on a lot of that album, but like a few of them did kind of hit me because they're a little faster, a little looser, Mm -hmm. and like just everything was a little more live scrambled, you know, and like Perfect Boy and stuff sounded like way cooler. And I was like, man, yeah, I wonder if some of those later stuff I think could all kind of benefit more. Um yeah, put a playlist together of because there are like I mean every Cure show is pretty much out there. Like I've I made a playlist of every show I've been to. I've been able to track down um, a bo- a bootleg version of it. Like most of them aren't nice. listenable, you know. Like the '92 yeah. one that was like Don and I's first show was just like it's there. It's nice to know that I have it, but it's like so horribly quiet and like just like you know. So, yeah, but um, I have that. Yeah. You said that to me. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's beautiful <laughs> just to have it. But uh very beautiful. Oddly, I don't have the most recent that Austin City Limits, the last live show they've played. I can't find that anywhere. Then just because it's Austin City Limits, I guess they've like really clamped down on that. There isn't even any like YouTube footage really much online and stuff. But um I haven't looked um, for the Daydream Festival because that, that was a great show. Yeah, and that's another I, one I, I think. I think there isn't really much floating around, oddly. I think they probably clamped down. And I don't think it's the band, like, going back to, like, our original of, like, I don't think the bands care anymore, especially the Cure so much. It's always, like, the venue or whoever the, you know, is, like, 
because they're probably all filming it anyway and stuff. So yeah. it's more like getting the rights from the venue as opposed to the band at that point. You know, and it's right. like few cure shows i've gone to like you know if they'll play what i just want to get one song i'm surprised like the iphones actually get a good because they have all that condensed shit yeah. the you know compression yeah. already in there and stuff so like it's better than a lot of the bootlegs i've listened to regularly if you just stick it in your like back pocket right. with the voice mm-hmm. memo it's thing so going fucking like, easy and those venues, I'm always like in the nosebleeds back on the wherever at the pavilion anyway. So it's like you get a good <laughs> yeah. like distance away where you're not getting blasted out by it. So. The only problem is you're going to end up having in mind, you're going to have me singing along yeah, really totally. loudly. <laughs> Don't mind the idiot singing along. That's just me. Yeah, so. that's all I mean too. So it's like, or, or you get the three idiots all around you in stereo going, <laughs> and the girl behind you screaming so loudly yeah. that it's louder than the music so i don't want to go home yet no yeah. whoa, 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 more beer. shut up they haven't played love cats <laughs> just like, like, this isn't a linus morissette pavilion show yeah Tana. like could you she has her own pavilion now <laughs> <laughs> They should start naming all those big stadiums after, like, <laughs> you know, it's Eddie like, better Paul. Yeah, exactly. Instead of like the BB&T arena or whatever, it should be the Eddie Vedder, you know, memorial. It's like, wait, I'm like, not dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute, I'm not dead. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, like, what do you mean a word? He's like him going like, oh, Creed Arena. It's just like five seats in the back of a Volvo or something. Yeah, a... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it's created in the back of a Ford. Yeah. <laughs> it's just her dodge, you know? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Say, <laughs> so, yeah, we better wrap this up here. I don't want to keep you too long and we're winding down. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, the bootleg version of this episode <laughs> might be on YouTube. It might not. And uh, I think everyone should uh, keep their eyes peeled for bo- more bootlegs out there and let us know how you feel. But more importantly, thanks so much, Scott. Always a pleasure. Hope yeah, we man, thank you for having me on. It was so much fun. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, Donald, you held it together, man. You, you we lost know, your visual. To but... how, to get, uh... how to turn the camera back on? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you Hold never on. know what's intentional and what is it, but uh, <laughs> we, we'll be here all night, Scott. There he but is. We'll let oh, you go. <laughs> so, all right. I'm that behalf. was really sick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a really fun conversation, man. It was, it was really nice yeah. talking to you. Thanks, Donald. It was nice finally getting to see your face, man. <laughs> Most of it, anyway. <laughs> there it is, buddy. <laughs> Bud. Donald. Yeah. Well, everybody else out there we'll catch you soon talk hard and uh go listen to some bootlegs keep it nerdy everybody all right my friends that's our show for this week again special thanks to scott always a class act and uh donald thanks for joining us and you guys for listening I hope this inspires you to go back through your old tapes and CDRs or even just dig around on the interwebs and see what bootlegs you can scrounge up, no matter the quality. So um, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on the Apple feed um, so you don't miss any upcoming episodes or if those old ones were dropping back in there. If you haven't been 
listening to them on the YouTube page there. You can always uh, wait for them to re-emerge. We're, we're getting down to the wire. We almost got all of them in there. But uh, keep your eyes peeled. Subscribe on iTunes if uh, you haven't. And rate and review, too, if you're feeling nice. We appreciate it. Follow us on the Facebook page, too, uh, where you can also chime in on the comments for each episode. If we missed some crucial piece of information about bootlegs you would like to share, or maybe you have a favorite Cure bootleg you can even post the link to or tell us where or which one it is. We'd love it to hear from you. And on Instagram, of course, the Holy Hour podcast, where you're going to want to follow that for the most up-to-date information probably or feelers for upcoming episodes it's going to be there on instagram and if all none of that fits just email me at gavinconnor at gmail.com and check out 17secondshirts.bigcartel.com or you can check out chaz's cool cure designs and see what he has up for pre-order until next time hopefully we'll have a big announcement for you soon from the cure that we can discuss and hash out all the juicy details with so take care and talk hard. I hope you like the rest of it. Fuck Robert Palmer, fuck rock and roll. And so uh, eindigde Simon Gallup het concert van de Cure in Werchter op 5 juli 1981. Fuck Robert Palmer, fuck rock and roll.